This is a special episode of More Than a Few Words featuring one of the speakers for the Digital Toolbox Conference. We're very grateful to our sponsor, the Indianapolis Small Business Development Center, for their support of the conference. Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is Lorraine Ball, and you guys are in for a real treat with today's episode. My guest is Allison Carter, who is also a former host or co-host of MTFW. Yeah, hey, that Allison. intro gave me some flashbacks. <laughs> it hasn't changed in a few years. You know what? When you have something that works, you roll with it. You're right. It gets people's attention, just like a good headline. Oh, that was a good intro. I've kind of learned how to do that. <laughs> so... For those of you that are not familiar with Allison Carter, if you missed her early days on the podcast of More Than a Few Words, or if you're not following her today, she is the assistant digital editor, director. Is, assistant digital director at the Indianapolis Star, and you really spend a lot of your day getting people's attention with great headlines. A lot of my day, which you probably find funny because when, when I was working here at Round Peg, uh, I was not particularly good at headlines. <laughs> I do remember on more than a few occasions where you'd write these wonderful blog posts and there was a title that said, Headline Goes Here. Yeah, so I used to be of the camp that, you know, if you write great content, people will find it. It doesn't really matter what the headline is. That is wrong. It is extremely wrong. Um, and that's something that I, I am always working with our newsroom at the Indianapolis Star to get people to understand that if you can have the best story in the world, but if you don't have a headline to hook people into it, it's ultimately not going to matter. And that's true whether you're talking about journalism or whether you're talking about content marketing. Absolutely. So obviously this is a much longer conversation and people who come to the conference are going to get a chance to hear that. But if there are one or two just quick ideas on things people should think about when they're struggling with a headline or trying to find a way to really get someone's attention. Sure, one really simple thing that you can do is, A, don't feel bad about clickbaiting. You know, people throw clickbaiting around like that's a dirty word. No, it's literally my job is to bait you into <laughs> clicking. I want you to click the thing, right? Uh, in journalism, it's because I want you to read my story on an important topic. I also want you to hopefully become a subscriber, or at the very least, I want you to see our display advertising, right? In content marketing, I want you to click on it so that you go further into my sales funnel. So don't feel like you have to give everything away in your headline. People feel like they have to tell everything in a headline, but what you really need to do is tell people what you're going to tell them, but don't actually tell them the thing. So you kind of ca catch their attention. Now, on the other side of it, that you absolutely have to deliver on it. Yes. To me, the only definition of clickbait is something that misleads or doesn't deliver on the headline. So don't tell me you're going to give me the secret of life if you're not going to deliver on that. <laughs> don't ask a question if you don't answer that question. Never mislead people about the content, but don't feel that you have to give the farm away for free. Cool. So you, you can allude to what's inside. You can tell them there are five ideas that'll change their business, but you don't have to tell them what the ideas are until they read the article. No, exactly. So, and another really simple thing that you can do to really improve your click-through rate, which is often what we're going for, whether we're dealing with social media marketing or search engine marketing or whatever, is don't use a question in your headline. 
This is something that they, um, we use a tool called Chartbeat, which is something that media companies use to essentially track our traffic. And they, Chartbeat does all of the analytics for basically every media, every big media company you've heard of, they use Chartbeat. So they've tracked hundreds of, hundreds of thousands up to millions of headlines to see what works and what doesn't. And they found that a question mark actually depresses your click-through rate. Wow! So one really simple thing is you turn your question into a sentence. So instead of saying, why is the sky blue? You change it to, here's why the sky is blue. Because then people know when they click on it, they're going to get an answer to your question. You also still have the SEO of why is the sky blue, but people in the search results know that when they see your story, they're gonna get an answer if they click on it, but you're not giving the whole answer away. Wow, so the idea there is you're still using the question people want, but when you say, here's why, you're already telling them you're going to get an answer. You're not going to get an esoteric discussion on color. <laughs> you're going to get real meat. Right. So you're telling them exactly what they're going to get in the story and let them know, like you said, this is an abstract discussion. I'm going to tell you why the sky is blue. Wow. Okay, so I'm gonna to have to go back and start rewriting my headlines. That is a very quick and dirty trick that I use all the time. Because people think that questions will do better, but the opposite is actually true. Wow. Is there something else that either really does well or something that really doesn't do well that people should really avoid? Well, one, actually, this was an old trick that you and I used to know, and now I have a lot of data behind it. Always go negative if you can. <laughs> now, of course, I'm not saying that from a social responsibility point of view or anything like that, but in terms of sheer click-through rate, people are always going to be interested in five mistakes that's holding your website back, rather than six websites that rock. People want to make sure that they aren't making any of those mistakes. Now, you don't want to overdo this, but we actually have found that while words like worst and best superlatives both do well, the negatives outperform the positives. Wow. So, and, and I think you even wrote a post, I may have to try to find it and link to yep. that, about negative headlines and about, mm -hmm. you know, not wanting to be too negative or too positive. So you have to be careful if you do a lot of content. Yeah, you want to use your powers for good, not evil, always. <laughs> you know, that's true whether, you know, whether you're in journalism or, or content marketing. But just keep that in mind. If, if there's a way to wiggle it maybe so that it, it, it does just kind of put that question in someone's mind, see if you can do that. Not every time, but maybe on the ones you want to have a big impact. Cool. Is there a headline that you wrote at the Star or here that just you, you really remember because it just really surprised you how well it did or you knew as you were writing it that it was just going to be, that's one people are going to love? No, I mean, so I, nothing specific comes to mind. I'll tell you that one thing, this applies more to journalism, but I think it can also apply to content marketing. One thing that I really love to do, especially in something that's maybe a little um, more of a wonky story, so something that has like a lot of numbers in it, you know, maybe a trend story or something like that, get a quote in the headline. Because particularly my specialty is social media marketing has been ever since I was here. And this applies much more for social media marketing than search engine marketing. But people on social media go there to feel things. People on search go there to know things. But people on, search, on social don't know what they're looking for, right? 
So they're going for something that makes them feel something. So if you can get a great quote, in journalism, it's often an emotional quote. In content marketing, it might be something a little bit different, but see if you can bring that human angle into the headline. And then you can still have your SEO portion. So you can have, you know, great quote goes here, why the sky is blue, but you can have both parts of it to kind of serve both masters. You know, that's really interesting because we started doing something like that with the graphics for mm -hmm. more than a few words where we used to do the person's photo and their title mm -hmm. and we changed it and we still have their name, mm -hmm. but instead of worrying about their title, we actually pull a quote from the interview mm -hmm. And we've actually gotten better results as we've started to use those. So mm -hmm. I think it's that same people connect with mm -hmm. that people. one idea and yeah. people. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So any other last tip or do they just have to come and see your presentation in August? Well, of course they should come to the Digital Toolbox Conference and, uh, and hear all of the tips that I've learned from my career in both content marketing and journalism. But spend a lot of time thinking about your headline. Back when I was maybe not so good at headlines, I would write the thing and then rush to put a headline on it. But you should really start with your headline. What do you want people to walk away from this story knowing, feeling, doing. Now you can always change it after you've written it because the things are going to morph and evolve, but start with the general idea and then work backwards from there. Cool. Awesome. Allison, this is great. It's a pleasure to be back here. It's fun to have you back and um, our office cats have certainly enjoyed your visit as well. <laughs> if you've enjoyed Allison's conversation, be sure to look for um, her as well as the Indie Star feed on Twitter and on Facebook for fabulous examples of headlines and great content on what's happening here in the indie market. Can I give you one last tip actually that I forgot about? Absolutely. Good headlines make for better social media because we have automated a lot of our Twitter feed, which just tweets the headline, which back when I worked here, that would have given me conniption fits, but it does work, but it only works if you have good headlines. Absolutely, so just one more reason to really pay attention to, to that headline, because it does make your job easier when you go to share it on social media. Yes, yeah, so check out our great headlines at, at IndieStar. You can follow me at, at Allison2Ls, Carter at IndieStar.com. Awesome. And if you have enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts and check out the digital toolbox, in.com for registration information for the event on August the 29th. Is there early bird pricing right now? There is early bird pricing and that will run through June 29th, so be sure to take advantage of that. And that's a good deal too, it's half price, right? It is half price. Are you glad you invited me? I am so glad you invite. I, you are here, reminding me of all the things I'm supposed to be saying. <laughs> this has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.